What's going on? It's the franchise, Jay Claxton, along with Sandra Vaughn. We are the franchise group. Shout out to Brownstone Media. See all the beautiful things, wonderful things that you're doing. And, you know, we sitting here getting that view from the soup. Understand that, man. The podcast changing lives, changing the narrative. Welcome back, family. This year is an important one in our community and in this country. So with a very important election coming up, we wanted to introduce two new family members for doing their part to make sure everyone has the knowledge and ability to participate in the upcoming elections. Jay Claxton and Casey Vaughn are two DJs that are using their platform to help inform the community about the importance of getting out the vote. They've created an organization called DJ's Vote, a nonpartisan, nonprofit organization committed to uplifting the community through education and activation. They stopped by the Brownstone to share with us their journey and explain how important it is to exercise your right to vote. Take a listen to this one. And be sure to check out their website at djsvote.org for more information. So this one's very important, y'all. And we're glad we're able to bring it to you. So let's go. Welcome back, family. This week, all right. I get excited about people, you guys know that, but this week I'm really excited about this. For the last few years, uh, Brownstone's had a, a real desire to expand the community focus of what we do um, and let people know exactly what's happening out here and what their resources are. And this week we are blessed to be able to share uh, what I love to call new family members. Uh, they're the head <laughs> of an organization, founders of something that you guys really need to know about and i'm not going to sit here and pretend that i can introduce them better than they can introduce themselves so guys please tell everybody who you are and what you do ladies first oh thank you um i'm cassandra vaughn um co-founder of dj vogue co-partner of the franchise group with uh myself uh jay claxton (laughs) Uh, radio personality, DJ, actor, entrepreneur, uh, positive role model. Uh, I, I think I wear a lot of hats. So, um, I, and it's probably some more that I probably, I, I probably didn't, didn't mention right now. But uh, yeah, so, you know. as you see, he's not shy at all. <laughs> All right, so you guys are doing something incredibly important. And I would say at this point in our country, unusual and very necessary. Tell us about it. So, Jay, go ahead. So, so you know, me and, me and Cassandra are together a lot. And um, I had an opportunity to talk to, talk to some people, uh, basically... I'm not going to say necessarily my peer group, but we just talking to some folks that uh, I come in contact with all the time, and, and we were talking. It was it was like a, a, a open a open conversation, and you know, with about a hundred people. And when I was speaking, when I was speaking to them, most of them, most of them African American um, or people of color, and we started talking about politics. Trump came up. And they said, uh, we don't vote, right? We don't vote. 
But why don't you vote? Why shoot? Because it's just you're seeing that Trump Trump lost popular vote and still won. So it doesn't matter anyway. So why should you vote? You know, fast forward a little bit and Cassandra talking and I was actually just telling her the story. Cassandra has a whole lot of political ties and family and political choices and and um he actually came up with, with, with DJ Vote. She's the brainchild uh, of this. And like, you know, we, we got together and figured that we can push narrative for us to vote, how important it is for us to vote, not not only uh, in, in the presidential, but just community, city council, delegate, because that's where the stuff gets done. Exactly. You know. That's what the stuff gets done in your neighborhood. A lot of people you start know, with an idea. And a lot of people <laughs> think they can do something. But not everybody can get from, you know, the thought to the action. It's not easy. And, it, and that's why there are certain people who are born to do it. How did you take it from a conversation into this is something we are actively doing? You know, I think with anything that we do, um, we really believe in action speaks louder than words. So for us, it wasn't just a conversation between the two of us. Um, it was more so of, you know what, Jay, you have this platform. We deal with all of these people. So guess what? Let's call some out our friends and let's see if they're interested in it. So honestly, we literally sent texts out to our friends who are in the industry with us. We um, called, started talking about it. Um, as Jay referenced, I have a lot of political ties because my family is really political. Um, and so we started having conversations with some of them. Hey, what do you think about this? Jay has this great platform. What should we do? And no one to this day has told us no. And so, honestly, as Jay says a lot, um, it just, it, it took a, a, a path of its own. It, 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 it burst itself. And before we knew it, people were asking us, hey, can you talk about it? Hey, how can we be a part of it? What do we need to do? And it just really took a life of its own. What do you find is the biggest hurdle to people uh, grasping the message? Not the people who are, are helping you spread it, but the people who are receiving it. Well, I need you to repeat that one more time. I'm sorry, I can't argue. I'm saying, how do, I guess more, more uh, succinctly, how do the people receive it? Not the people helping you spread it, but are people receptive to what you're giving them? Well, you know, as we go on, on, on this process, we are. It's funny because I feel like, I feel like, first and foremost, the people, like you said, like you said, the people who are, it's more people that want to help. I mean, just, you know, like platforms such as yourself are really interested in, in really helping us. And now it's, it's now, now we're putting a plan together to really get the groundwork going because this is a really important part. Uh, of the whole thing, and I don't know everything, and um, 
I'm transferring in that. Uh, as we started this initiative, I've learned a whole lot. Like I didn't, I didn't understand the teaching process. I didn't do any of that stuff. So now it's, it's just spreading the word. It's when I'm having conversations with, with, with people to bring this up and talk about it. And, and, you know, they're taking it in and I'm anxious to see such as yourself is, is what, uh, what people really will do when time comes for them to get out there and get to the polls. So it, they, they really are, you know, taking it in and really receptive to it uh, in, in conversation. And we are, again, still at the beginning stage. It's interesting. I find um, that as me and Jay go about our day, um, we eat out a lot. Um, and in just general conversations, as we're telling people what we're doing and things of that nature, and then we start explaining the, the process of like, you know, you need to register to vote because if you want to know how come this section of town doesn't have potholes and you have potholes, well, you didn't register to vote. You didn't vote. So the county money is being allocated into one section because you're not doing your part. So as we're explaining things like that, then people are like, are you serious? Like, yeah. You want to know why your water is filtered and this water isn't? Well, it was an amendment X, Y, and Z on your ballot, but you're not registered to vote. So you don't have a voice. So how can you can complain? And as we explain things like that, um, you know, it becomes eye-opening for us. then they see Jay Claxton, you know, on-air personality, um, entrepreneur, businessman, heavy in the music industry. You know, they see him saying, oh, you need to register to vote. And we're making politics cool to that group of 19 to 29-year-olds. Like, ah, I don't have time for that. Like, I, I, I tried that voting thing and it didn't work. But no. Do you understand it's not just about the presidential election? Like you need to, it's your responsibility to take care of your own community and you have a voice, but you have to use. Cassandra, it's like you're reading my mind here. (laughs) So (laughs) it's like, there's two things I want to say. One, I've always found it easier to get people to understand what voting and why it's important locally by pointing out, you know, why does the street over from your house, why is that clean and your street isn't? That's a decision someone made. That's not just random people throwing trash on one street and not the other. That's a decision. Who made that decision? Maybe we should find out together. Right. And then also, um, in speaking to people about the political process, I've always struggled to keep it uh, bipartisan, if you will, uh, preaching the vote for who you choose, not who I told you is the good decision. Have you guys exactly. found that that's a struggle? So that hasn't been a struggle for us. And I think it hasn't been a struggle for us because our approach um, has been, um, it's not about being a Democrat or a Republican. Can we just vote for the person who's going to do the best job or who has our best interest? And Jay stresses that a lot, even in his conversations. I do as well. But um, 
I think that's why it's not a struggle for us because we start our conversation off like that. We start our conversation off basically like, you know, it's time for us to evolve. And it's not about Democrat. It's not about Republican. It's not about the Green Party. It's not about being independent. Let's pick the candidate who has our best interest, who cares about reparations, who cares about um, a Trayvon Martin or who cares about the fact that, you know, I want my son or, or Jay wants his daughter to be able to have the same equal rights that cares about us. So it really hasn't been a struggle for us because of, I think because of how we start off the conversation. I just read an article yesterday on The Root, and uh, I encourage everybody to check it out as well, about, uh, to paraphrase the title, Black issues in these debates aren't just crime and uh, education. They're deeper than that. And it spoke to how, unfortunately, there's there's this view of Black people as this one blob of, of ideas that move in the same direction as opposed to speaking to the scope of who we are. And um, do you guys encounter that opinions and, and thoughts and needs are so different among the people you speak to? Yeah. I need you to repeat that for me, bro. Please. I'm sorry. sorry. No, I was just saying, um, how do you speak to the group, the group of black people, not just this, this impression that, that the outside has of us all as one thought and one mind and we all want the same thing? You know, um, it, it, it's, all, it's a thing of, you just gotta, you, you just gotta be transparent and, and, and kind of press the, press the message on. I mean, you really, we do our best trying to spread the word and, and, and push the narrative. And, you know, some people won't take it in, some people won't. But, you know, we push the narrative that the people that for the people who will at least take it in, and, and hopefully, you know, that that spreads. I mean, at the end of the day, uh, when you when you take us and you know the the knowledge that we have, and, and you know, again, like I am, I am still learning about this. I, I've never been this heavy in the politics until I, you know, I started seeing that. Okay, well, this is why this happens, and. This is why this happened, and, and, and you know it's about it's about spreading that spreading that, that narrative, and, and, I, and I'm I'm hoping that uh, these people truly understand what's going on and take in the message that we're trying to that we're trying to push, and uh, you know it this is the start, and it's not going to happen you know it's not going to happen overnight, but you know hopefully they will you know we'll, we'll get the message and they'll start to understand and we'll. You know, it'll get better. So at one point, we were all people who were outside the process looking in, and we all had to make a decision to try and become part of it and start affecting change. But uh, I know myself, I struggle to explain how to get started to people who 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 suddenly become aware that this is something they should care about. Where do they start? That's a that's a that's an amazing question. Actually, where do you start? 
Um, I think it's difficult for me to actually answer that question. And I'm let me explain why. It's difficult for me to answer because I was born into a family who's very highly connected to the civil rights movement. Um, my godparents were Dr. and Mrs. Ralph Abernathy. As you know, Ralph Abernathy was Martin Luther King, Dr. King's right hand um, man. Um, and Juanita Abernathy, who just passed, um, his wife, you know, so I grew up with that um, spirit. I kind of grew up with that black power, hey, speak up, um, you need to make sure that you take care of your community. My dad, who's a pastor of 61 years, um, is a national leader, and he was the first person to receive the Rosa Parks Medal. So, you know, for me, that's a little difficult to even talk about how you began, because I grew up in it. Uh, and even if I think about um, my my, da- my daughters and my son, it's kind of, you know, hard for them because we've all been um, penetrated with that type of thought process our entire life. What I can answer is what has kept me motivated or what has kept me going or wanting to do more. And that's just the disparities that I've seen in my community that as a mother, seeing the things that I know if it wasn't by the grace of God and a great education that I have, that I wouldn't necessarily have, and how the communities that are less than 10 blocks from my home are so impoverished, but it's because those individuals don't necessarily have the information as to how to create change in their community. Going into this election season, and we're going to have a very important vote. Um, well, it seems like every year there's a very important vote, but this year we're mm-hmm. voting for president um, in particular. What what are the things that we should be thinking about? Not necessarily who should we vote for, but what are the things we should be considering as we vote for uh, our next president? What matters to the community? Well, for me, what I will say is this. I I encourage everyone, um, one, to register to vote, two, uh, to actually vote, you know, actually act on it. Because this election is important because it will determine what will happen for the next uh, 16 years. So some of the amendments and the laws that are to be passed or being brought up will be will be determined in this election. Um, I also encourage people to participate in the census because um, it's not just about registering to vote in the elections, but also being counted. Census 2020 is very important because it'll determine a lot of things and how funding happens and how amendments are passed and bills are even concentrated on in our local government. So I encourage, I encourage to read, 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 and understand the transitions that we need to know about, understand about the community, the local as well as national amendments that we need to understand. Understand that whoever you vote for now 
in four years, you want to make sure that they are still in the right mindset, in the right um, understanding of things that we need as far as school systems and education. So I encourage everyone to read as much as they can, communicate with their local government as well as their state government so they understand why it's important to choose the perfect person for our president. Because we need someone who's going to support all of our initiatives. Where do they, where do they start getting information from? Oh, interesting enough, it's as simple as doing what I do every day, Google. <laughs> Google. I think I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you how your organization moves, what what exactly it is that you guys are doing. I think we've talked a lot about how to do it and, and what you're doing, but how are you guys affecting change? So, so with, you know, like she said, we have a lot of, a lot of friends a lot of friends in the industry, you know, uh, both just combined probably 40 years, you know, 40 years in the industry combined. So, I'm only you know, 20. Oh, so, I mean, and you've been in the industry since you came up. Right? <laughs> um, <laughs> since you came up, since you slid on out, you've been in the industry. I'm, I'm only 20. I'm playing. So, so, uh, you know, basically, as we, we have a bunch of people in the, you know, uh, around the country, and, um, you know, we have relationships because, yeah, I mean, you know, as well as we do, relationships are everything. So it, it was about uh, reaching out to the like minded individuals that um, are, are heavy in their, in their particular market or their city and have, has an understanding of you know, where we need to be as a people, where we need to be as a community. And, you know, we reached out to them and they were all for us. Uh, and, and it's funny because we didn't even really realize how fast that this was going to take off. Um, you know, everybody was really excited about it. And, you know, these, these DJs and personalities that we have all across the country, I mean, from, you know, Baltimore to D.C. to New York, uh, to, to LA, Vegas, uh, Texas, you know, we got them all across the country and, you know, they are pushing the narrative too. So, uh, shortly in a few weeks, you'll start to see, uh, events in each market where those particular DJs and personalities are heading those, uh, those particular events, uh, you know, with mixers and, and and people and politicians with the whole goal to get people registered at those events to vote. And where can I find that information at? www.djvote.org that's spelled B-J-S-V-O-T-E dot org or on our Instagram page which is at djsvote.org as well. And um, when you look through the page, you'll see our roster of DJs. We have some amazing DJs. We have the Rockstar DJs from Vegas. We have Be Easy, who's on of Apple Music and Power in California. We have Dion Deezy, who is on Series XM. 
nationwide. Um, we have April Watt, who's from the DMV area. We have um, Poet, who is from DC. Of course, you have Jay and myself, and we have more DJs signing on as the days go. One thing I loved about the website was the link that very right in the middle that said get involved that takes you to how to register for vote. Um, exactly. I love that the message is right there, right in one button. Um, now. Exactly. That's, that's important because we can have all of these pitches. We can have all of these speeches. We can have all of this about us, what we do. But if we don't put the action tool there, then how can you act? So I think the three of us are, I think we know how to, to get out there and move and, and, and make our voices heard. But, and I'd love to bring it back to the guy that we just met at the 7-Eleven. He's going to go out tomorrow. We got him all riled up. He's good. He's good to go. He wants to know more about the process. He's, he's, he's got the websites. He's going to Google. He um he knows he needs to vote. How does he tell the next person? What does he say to the next person? Because he's not going to have the three of us. But he now knows that it's important that we need to spread this message. What does he tell the next person? So it's it's, it's real simple. Um, I said Jay because Jay talks more than I do. I I say it all the time. Jay will talk to an ant. Okay. Well, <laughs> 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 or, or I'll tell people. I enjoy when we go out to eat because I don't have to talk to him because he'll talk to everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> so um, for the guy that I'm meeting at the 7-Eleven who, you know, is like, okay, Dad, how, how can I get involved? I want to vote. And someone says to him, you know, what are you so excited about? It's simple. You know, it's simple. I'm simple. I, I, I'm excited because it's no longer about me um, to vote or die. I'm voting for the right not to die. Simple as that. And I'm putting that on a T-shirt. That's <laughs> now, you know, sometimes it's just a phrase where you're like, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, no, that's, that's it right there. That's it right there. Yeah. You know, and here's the other thing. Here's the other thing. I read something the other day, and we were, we were discussing it. We were having a conversation. Um, we have to change our mentality. We have to change that thought process. We cannot preach, oh, you're going to die. People die. Just No, we can't approach these millennials like that. They don't want to hear the woe is me message. They want to hear and they understand this is the reason why you need to do it. Oh, you don't understand why there's no police on your corner? Well, there's no police on your corner because you're not going out to do what you're supposed to do. So our approach has to change. We have to, our mindset has to evolve. It's no longer, oh, you know, for me, I was told, look, your uncle, you know, he fought for this privilege. You need to do it. That's what I was taught. I can't teach my kids that because they don't care about that. What they care about is, you know, why is it that I can't drive down the street without getting profiled just because I have a nice car? Why is it that um, I look, I'm, I'm black or I'm brown, 
And I can't go into that same store because this boy just went into with a hoodie on. That's what they care about. Well, why is it that I'm in a store in a different neighborhood and because of my skin color, somebody's watching me in the store? That's what they care about. They don't care about, oh, this person did this or that. They need that information. Don't get me wrong. But our conversation has to change. How we resolve to make them understand has to change. I want to ask you a question, and um, I, I'd love your, your thoughts on it, because you guys live in a world in which um, this is how you're trying to, to move and affect change, and you're actually actively um, encouraging people to become part of the process. We've talked about the receptiveness of it, but what about the resistance to it? Um, because not everybody wants people in power. How do you deal with the resistance, or, or are you encountering resistance? So we have not encountered it yet, honestly. We haven't encountered it, so it's kind of hard. And I'm going to be honest with you. We may encounter it, okay? But I don't think we are going to. This election is so let's not talk about local. Let's talk about national. This election is so important. People don't understand how someone is impeached. And even though they have impeachment behind their name, the process doesn't go through and they're still in office. So I really believe that more than we think have been awakened by, you know, the, the, Injustice that has happened recently. I, well, two points. One, um, it's interesting that you're using social media in a way in which the media tells us that um, is not possible. We're 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 constantly fed that social media is where all the disinformation and false information and incorrect ideas are coming from, and you guys are weaponizing it to move out into the communities and and spread true information and empower people and give them the ability to become part of the process. So let me just say, I I'm proud of that, but secondarily, and I I talked myself into a beautiful sentence. I forgot my my second point, but um, (laughs) don't you hate when you do that? (laughs) Um, Do you find that it's, um, it's easier to get the message out now because of social media? Absolutely. How, Absolutely. You, how do you avoid getting yeah. lost in the shuffle, though? Well, explain what you mean by the shuffle. So you log into Facebook or Instagram and you see you're overloaded with information. You you know, you got um, this challenge or that thing. And, you know, this person was done dirty by this thing. And you can get overwhelmed by outrage sometimes, or overwhelmed by um, information that everybody's giving you. And then you find out that it wasn't fully true or not true at all. How do you make sure that the truth gets through all the clutter? Okay, I understand what you're saying. So it's really easy. You keep it simple. Now, I know I told you that I was only 20, but I have a 22-year-old. And I have a (laughs) 21-year-old. And honestly, even with how we post, I'll ask them, what makes sense to you? What do you look at? Or I'll pay attention to what I see them looking at or their friends looking at. And what I've learned is simple. Keep it simple. Put a post, close a comment, two lines, 
boom. That's what she did. That's it. Because they don't care about all of that other stuff. You know, we make life complicated. They really just want to keep it simple. So what's next? What's next? Um, our launches, events, really um, engaging into more community activities. Jay and I, uh, locally in our hometown, we participate in a lot of things. We have a lot of initiatives that we actually do with, like, the local children's hospital. Um, we work a lot with our local and state, um, our city and our state politicians, just trying to impact change here. Um, we've also partnered up with an organization called Empower Media, and we're actually co-partners for their event, Black Media Honors, which is in April. Um, and Jay's the official DJ. We'll have a lot of registering to vote DJs there. Um, we'll um, doing little activations like that around the country. You know, I said off air that uh, I was uh, thankful for you guys doing this. I want to say it so that people can hear it as well. Um, thank you for doing this, um, this interview in particular, but what you guys are doing in, in general, um, I'm very proud of what you guys are doing and it's very necessary. And, um, I was saying that I've, I've, I've become that person who, who likes to tell their friend, let's face it. I've become the annoying friend that asks you harder questions and you just wanted to say, well, I hate Donald Trump or I hate Republicans or I, Democrats don't do nothing for me. I've become the friend that asks you why. Why do you say that? What have you done to change that? And it's good to know that, you know, sometimes there's other people out there who are asking people to take part in the process as well and giving them the tools to do that. So thank you for that. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Uh, it's no really, problem. We are going to be supporting you. Um, please tell everybody one more time how to reach out to you um, so that they know and can become part of the process as well. You can reach out to us at www.djsvote.org, D-J-S-V-O-T-E.org. You can reach me on my Instagram um, at djvote.org. I'm sorry, at djvote as well. Now, I want to do this individually. So, Jay, where do you see yourself and what will you be doing in five years? Next five years, um, I feel like I will be, uh, you know, definitely a, a great real estate investor, uh, still uh, moving around the country, spreading the word of, you know, what we need to do as a community, what we need to do as a people, uh, how we make that better. Uh, I still, you know, great, amazing father. And uh, still, still pushing this political agenda that we have, you know, because really it's about. Um, I do understand why people don't think that um, it's necessary to vote. I understand, and I understand why some guys or some people just they don't have any other any other means. So they do what they do for, you know, they do what they have to do, and they don't see another way. So you know, we want to be. 
uh, the folks that really showed them, that, you know, the other way about buying back our neighborhoods as well, you know, um, because gentrification is real. It's happening a whole lot. And, uh, you know, we want to be the ones that, uh, you know, own, own our own property and our neighborhoods, build our neighborhoods back up as we're pushing the, you know, the message to, you know, to make sure that we vote and our vote counts. Now, I don't think you got away without having to answer the question, too. I heard. <laughs> yeah, you over there quiet. Interested, <laughs> interested enough, the reason why I am so quiet is because, as um, I kind of said, I think off um, offline was Jay and I have a company by the name of the Franchise Group. So as I'm listening to Jay, everything that he says, all I can say is ditto. Um, the franchise group is our entertain it is a is a company that has several tiers to it. Um, both of us being in the entertainment industry, we have an entertainment tier. Uh, we have the DJ votes tier, we have a clothing line, we have real estate investment, and believe it or not, all of that goes to where we want to be in the next five years because we want to clothe our community. We want to educate on the real estate investment side because, as Jay said, gentrification is real. We want to continue to educate and embrace the DJ votes aspect and spread the word about the purpose and the necessity to voting and registering the vote because we want our community to understand it. So the franchise group as a whole and me, because you know, it's part me. Um, in five years, we I just want to make sure that we're doing everything that we are, we can do in all of our separate tiers and entities is building our community. One project at a time. Now that I have you both locked in for five years from now, we have to do checkups. You got to come back and you have to um, <laughs> encourage, uplift, all, all the, the fancy words. But just tell me how y'all doing. Um, y'all are part we got, of the family, we got and because of that, now I get to ask for favors, even the inappropriate ones, because we family. So <laughs> both of y'all owe me fifty dollars. Um, well, see, Jay, Jay handles the money. Um, he gives me an allowance. Okay. So, so Jay, no, uh, I and, 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 and I overdraft this week. Jay, I she owes me fifty dollars. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna work to get it, but she got it. <laughs> Look, I really appreciate this. I can't say it enough. Um, you guys got to promise to come back and do this again. You have to. Um, don't make us pop up on you. We cousins now, so I could just pop up on you. Well, you know, I don't have a doorbell for that reason. <laughs> so you can pop up if you want. You're not We want to thank Jay and Cassie for stopping by and sharing with us what they're doing in the community. You can find out more information about DJ Votes at djvotes.org. This year is very important, and we want to share as much information as possible. So look out for more great conversations like this one. You can always find us at viewfromthestoop.com and on Instagram at brownstonemg. Also check out the Facebook group and SoundCloud. We do everything for you guys. We're so glad you're still rocking with us. Until next time, family. Love.